Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. You can hit me on Twitter as well, at Mike L Sports. We are brought to you in part by... Our good friends at Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. You can get the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. All you have to do is head on over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V. Where the game starts, it's Bet Online. We're also sponsored in part by Burn Dairy, Brutonace Hardware, Rosie's Corner, and our great friends over at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over to Barks and Rec. Bring your pup for a day of play. My guy Cooper loves it there. Uh, a ton of his buddies and friends. They got the outdoor playground. They take great care of the dogs. You can get a, 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 a dog wash there. You can get them uh, for an overnight there as well if you're going on a, a quick mini trip. It's all happening at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. And in conjunction with Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, I should also mention that they work tirelessly to go rescue dogs and save as many as they possibly can um, with BNR Bunkhouse uh, Adoptables. So make sure you go to BNR Bunkhouse Adoptables on Facebook. Check it out every single day. They've they're rolling out dogs left and right uh, who who are up for adoption. Just sweet, caring dogs of all kinds of breeds. They are the new uh, municipal shelter for the city of Syracuse. And if you're interested in one of the dogs, please call or email them uh, to make an appointment. They're on East Taft Road in North Syracuse. BNR Bunkhouse Adoptables, an animal shelter. Uh, go like the Facebook page and check them out uh, there as well. Huge, huge, huge guest right now to bring on to the program. He is a filmmaker and, of course, has done a ton of work with ESPN's 30 for 30 series, including Four Falls of Buffalo and more. But the latest one, it just came out. It's amazing. It's called Tuck Rule. And uh, it's been a couple weeks out now. February 6th was the release date. He's the director of six ESPN 30 for 30 films. It's the terrific Ken Rogers. You can get him on Twitter at Ken Rogers NFL. Ken, thank you so much for a few minutes. Oh, thanks for having me. It's always great. Let's get into the tuck rule, this latest 30 for 30. It is spectacular. Uh, A heck of a job by you. Um, What did you think... You know, go back in time when the play happened and, and, and you're watching it. I didn't even know what the heck the tuck rule was, and, and they implemented it. It's It was a fumble then for me. It's a fumble now. It always will be a fumble. Uh, obviously, if you're a Raider <laughs> fan, it's a fumble. If you're a Patriot fan, it's the tuck rule. Uh, I thought it was BS then, and I think it's BS now. But but take me through your your experience of, of how you reacted to the play, and then fast forward to 2022 as you make this film and how you feel about the play. Uh, I think as a filmmaker, it was really quite the same uh, as everyone else in that 
Um, I saw a fumble happen, and I thought, well, there goes uh, the game. It's over. Um, and I had no idea what the tuck rule was. I don't know that... <laughs> I don't. I don't know that more than twenty oh oh five percent of fans probably knew what the tuck rule was, uh, but it really changed uh, my life a lot. So I was excited when it was overturned because I had been earlier in the year assigned the New England Patriots as the team to follow for that season and to make their highlight film as a brand new producer at NFL Films. So it was my first year at NFL Films. I started in 01 and Steve Sable, the former president of NFL Films, said to me one day, listen, there's there's a producer for every team. Unfortunately, you're brand new, so you're getting the worst team in the league. But 2001 New England Patriots hmm. and I was depressed because I knew my film and my highlights and everything were going to be terrible but then everything changed uh, once Tom Brady came in and things changed again when the tuck rule happened listen my team that I was telling the story about suddenly had a chance to win the game so I was excited and then they did win the game and then they did go on and win the Super Bowl um, and that allowed me to, to be the filmmaker that followed the Patriots for the last 20 years. So uh, 20 years later, when, I, when I'm making this film, it's, it, there's a personal element to it because that play changed so many lives. Certainly Tom Brady, Charles Woodson, everyone involved in, the, in both teams, their lives were changed. But there's ramifications way outside of that, including this filmmaker from NFL Films who – you know, my entire life uh, changed because of that play. And uh, I think that's sort of the overall theme of the film. As you look back on those moments uh, that are defining and you see the entire history of something, in this case, the National Football League, turn on a dime. That's a great story. You know, Charles Woodson and Tom Brady, they are in the elite category in the history of the sport. Uh, Charles Woodson on defense, ama- he was amazing. I-, I loved watching him in college too. Won the Heisman Trophy, you know, goes to the pros and just is is dominant. He eventually gets his Super Bowl wing a ring, obviously with the Packers winning that. And Brady, we know, you know, is playing all the way up to he's forty five for crying out loud. He's got ten Super Bowl appearances, seven uh, wins, and he'll probably, you know, in around November, you know, pester Giselle to come back, uh, you know, and try to go win another one. But these two guys in the film are so good because they're buddies. They, they go back to Michigan. They have a relationship that goes beyond football. How enjoyable was it to work with these two guys who are so well-spoken, so classy, and just the elite of the sport? You know, it, 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 it's like they always talk about, right, in, in the Football Hall of Fame. I think John Madden said it, uh, you know, when the lights go down, you know, all the bus talk to each other. Brady will be in there talking one day to Woodson and everybody else. But what about these two guys, how dynamic and fun and classy and, and, and just totally, totally into it they were? I'll be honest, I don't think that we would have made the film if it weren't for the fact that those two agreed to to sit down together and talk for the very first time about the tuck rule together. They had never never spoken about it. This was something that was kind of, you know, this awkward thing between them. Uh, But they agreed to do it, and 
it was it existed on two levels i have to tell you it it existed on that legendary level where all of us on the crew knew we were witnessing something that was historic and i mean getting those two together for a couple hours in any circumstance would have been just an incredible uh, historical capture but to talk about this play maybe the most controversial play of all time that happened between those two we just you could feel the history in the room you could feel the wow this is a big 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 deal but at the same time as you said they know each other so well it also existed on this personal level there was like there was almost um a relaxed type of atmosphere because this wasn't something that happened between two enemies. It wasn't two, you know, opponents who kind of knew each other. This happened between friends. Yeah. And there, therefore, you, they had the sort of argument that I think a Raiders fan and a Patriots fan would have, which is they really got after each other. Yet they, you know, they still liked each other. They, they're still friends. And so there's this weird combination. It's almost like a therapy session, this whole film, <laughs> of where they get out their anger, they get out their frustration, they get a little angry with each other. And by the end, they come back around and are joking with each other. And, you know, they sort of accept that they're going to disagree on this. And they're glad that they got it out in the open and they at least talked about it. So it's no longer this this odd thing between them. It's out in the open and... and it's being discussed. He's the director of six ESPN 30 for 30 films, including the most recent, The Tuck Rule, on Twitter, at Ken Rogers NFL, show head of uh, Hard Knocks on HBO, and of course, a filmmaker, VP NFL uh, as well. Um, if the Tuck Rule is not implemented in that game and the Raiders win that game, what happens the next 20 years in pro football? That is the eternal question, and that's really where we end up in this film. And, and to me, the most fascinating part of this film is, well, yeah, what happens then? What, what happens? I have, I have no idea, but I think you can certainly discuss the possibilities at length, maybe forever. I mean, that that's the thing that that's so fascinating about these butterfly effects is there's the Raider side of things where their future goes much better. And uh, Charles Woodson maybe wins that soup, that year's Super Bowl, maybe wins the next year's Super Bowl because John Gruden doesn't get traded away to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He stays with the, the Raiders. Certainly if they win the Super Bowl, that, that makes sense. Uh, so maybe they win back-to-back. They beat the Buccaneers. Um so they go back to back Super Bowls. Charles Wilson says that means he would have never went to Green Bay. Well, would Green Bay have won the Super Bowl without Charles Wilson that year? I, you, now you have to start thinking about that. Um, and maybe that means the Patriots would have won the Super Bowl in you know another year. Um, when you look at the Patriots, you you just have to think like, okay, the absolute best player of certainly the era probably of all time along with the best coach uh and the best franchise in the same categories all could have gone away might never might never have existed um you know if they lose that game they don't go on to win that super bowl 
Tom Brady says in the film that he he's not sure he would have been the starter the next season. They might have went back to Drew Bledsoe. Uh, and who knows? Tom is such a great, incredible competitor that you think he probably would have come back and you know found a way to get the starting job and um, you know maybe win the Super Bowls in 2003 and 2004. And all we're talking about now is the fact that he won six Super Bowls instead of seven. But it could be that it never happens at all. And maybe the Patriots just never go on to win any Super Bowl. And and then you think about, well, where did Coach Belichick go in that scenario? Does he go to Detroit uh, when they have an opening in, say, 2004 or five? And does he bring Super Bowls to Detroit? I mean, when you, when you start going down that path, you can go anywhere and think, oh, my goodness, the ramifications of that play – really did define the next two decades of NFL history. It's unbelievable. Which play do you think Tom Brady benefited more from in terms of his launching pad, his trajectory, the tuck rule or the hit by Mo Lewis on Drew Bledsoe? It's a pretty good question. (laughs) Um, You know, would he have eventually beaten Drew out? Maybe, but if Drew Bledsoe continues, maybe the team rallies just the same way they did around Tom Brady. So you got to say that the first play, the hit by Mo Lewis, is probably the biggest change um, in that it's the first. You know, without that, there is no tuck rule. So you sort of keep going back. But you you could say, well, uh, you know, what if what if he wasn't drafted? by that team at, at 199 when it was drafted by somebody else. And you can go back forever. But in terms of the big, big, big plays, I think the the injury to Drew and, and the fact that Tom, you know, filled in so well that by the middle of the season, Coach Belichick wanted to stick with him, that, that changed everything that came after. Um, I think it's probably bigger than the tuck rule, just not as controversial. There's no uh, there's no other side to it like there is with the Raiders and the tuck rule. What do you hope people say about the, the film after they're done watching it? I think, for me, I'd love everyone to think about their own tuck rule. <laughs> you know, their, their own moment or moments in life where things turned on a dime and by the end I think the lesson of the film is that Charles Woodson is still upset about that play but he wouldn't go back and change it because the things that happened since make him who he is and that's how we all are in life he he, okay if he wins the tuck rule maybe he wins the Super Bowl that year maybe he just loses the next game against the Steelers, but let's say he wins the Super Bowl that year, maybe his life changes in a way that he never, you know, meets his wife, never has his sons that he that he loves so much now, uh, never has the experiences in Green Bay, and that's how sort of how life is for all of us. You know, we can all look back and say, oh, if only that moment went another way. But on an individual basis, things work out the way they're supposed to work out and you can't go back and you have to make the best of what your history 
the path that your history goes on. And Charles has done that. Certainly Tom has done that. Um, and you have to look at both sides of that play, the, the terrible loss that it represents and the incredible win that it represents and say, you know what? Both guys came out pretty, pretty darn good. You know, my favorite part of the film is when they're, they're obviously arguing uh, one of the many times, you know, about the play and, and Brady goes you know, on the fumble and then Woodson goes, wait, wait, stop the tape. You just heard him say it. He, <laughs> he said fumble, he said fumble. And I'm like, oh man, that is, man, that is, your cameras must have just like become like this big rainbow. Like, oh my God, we did it. Like that, that is so, oh God, that was so made for, for TV and for documentaries. And oh my goodness. Is, is that how yeah. you thought too, when that happened? Like, oh, these guys are just gold, you know? Yeah, and it was that was near the end of their argument, and yep. it was a real lesson for me um, as a filmmaker that if someone or two people or five people are still giving you good material, and in your head you're running behind and you're late, you should be going on to the next thing that you're doing, which for us was the pool table scene that we were going to shoot. Hmm. Um, and did did feature in the film. If they're if they're still energetic and going, sometimes it's best to just let them go, mm-hmm. because they provide their own ending. And you know they were standing up in that scene because we were on our way out. You know that, that we were kind of done with the couch. We were done with watching the TV, and they still kept arguing. And I, I was. I think lucky more than smart enough to not interrupt them and say, all right, guys, good enough. Let's move on. And that moment therefore isn't, I'm not even sure they realized the cameras were on, you know, it was just this natural continuation of the scene. And one thing we say as documentarians is never turn the camera off. Even when the director says, okay, we're done. Let's move on. Keep, rolling because that's when some of the truest material happens is when their guard gets let down for that minute or two right after uh, they think they're done and that's what we saw so cool filmmaker vp nfl show head of hard knocks on hbo and of course the director of six espn 30 for 30 films including the most recent uh the tuck rule and you can still get it uh, on the espn app and other outlets as well it's ken rogers on twitter at Ken Rogers NFL. Make sure you give him a follow. And I got to tell you, Ken, one of these days I'm hoping that you and I can chat and you can do a 30 for 30 on the Super Bowl champion Buffalo Bills. For as much as I loved the four falls of Buffalo, oh my goodness, they've been knocking on the door these last couple of years and I'm starving for one, man. So thanks thanks for coming on. Thanks for all your great work. You know, you, you really do amazing work. I appreciate it, and I'll take you up on that offer. I, I, I love that Four Falls is still appreciated, uh, but I hate that it's still accurate. I, I, want, I want it to be updated with a victory. The ML Sports Platter is all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. And a quick word from NordVPN. Folks, what's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe. 
That's, of course, NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, nordvpn.com slash believe, or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, and uh, you can basically get 70% off your NordVPN plan, which is amazing, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN, it's the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Hit me on Twitter, at MikeLSports. Make sure you go like and follow the ML Sports Platter on Instagram and Facebook, and be on the lookout for all of my ML Sports takes on the video channels, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, uh, and IGTV. We're brought to you in part by Burn Dairy, Burton Ace Hardware, and our good friends over at Chick-fil-A, Cicero and Clay. Make sure you stop by Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay today if you're in and around Central New York. The delicious chicken tenders, mac and cheese, waffle fries, you name it. They have mouth-watering cookies and shakes for dessert as well. Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Stanley Law Offices and our friends, the Swan and Whitaker families. Huge, huge, huge interview. Huge thanks to Ken Rogers for coming on. Man, his work is absolutely unbelievable. Go check out the Tuck Rule 30 for 30 film if you haven't seen it. It is still streaming and available on the ESPN app. I'm Mike Lindsley. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.